Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful.com, here with a name you know. David Finley, you can catch him Fridays on New Japan Strong and a pretty big one this Friday as we're filming this. You're in the finals. Yes, I am against Kenta for the first ever, to be the first ever winner of the New Japan Cup USA. Yeah. Uh, winner gets a shot at John Moxley's title, so that'll be fun. So there's, there's like so many elements to this because effectively right now, because of the situation we're in, New Japan was kind of forced into a brand split. For, mm-hmm. for the time being, which a lot of people would think, oh, well, most of their stars are over in New Japan. No, there's a ton of them over here. Like, I wouldn't have even thought Kenta would be over here. And then I'm like, oh, of course, he wrestled here for several years, so that's why he's here. What's that been like, effectively splitting the roster in half but still having such a stat competition to go up against? I think it's uh, kind of forced the Japan side and the U.S. side to kind of, you know... It, almost like a friendly competition of like who can have the better show, you know, uh, Japan actually is allowed to have some people at their shows right now. So they've got that advantage. It's not the same without fans, but, uh, it's been really interesting because everyone's had to like be pushed into an uncomfortable situation. And for you, man, it it was, it was heartbreaking because you missed like almost all of last year. You missed Mm -hmm. a significant portion of last year. You come back and then just a few months in all this hits, how was that roller coaster of emotions for you? It was crazy because so in February of 2019, I dislocated my shoulder, tore half my labrum, was out for eight months, came back, wrestled tag league, won tag league with uh, Juice Robinson, won the tag titles at Tokyo Dome, lost the tag titles end of January. Then the pandemic happened, and that's been my year. So how how do you get in and out of that mindset of – oh, I'm going to be wrestling again. And it's not just, oh, I'm wrestling again. It's wrestling in New Japan Pro Wrestling, which takes an incredibly physical toll on your body after after missing that that type of time. Like, at, at what point do you find out you're going to be wrestling again after the pandemic, and how do you get yourself prepared for that? Uh, well, I mean, 
I just got a text from uh, the office saying like, hey, we're going to do these uh, shows. So stay ready or be ready. They gave us about a month's notice. Luckily, uh, I live in Georgia where things weren't really shut down for too long. So I was able to stay in the gym. My parents live like 15 minutes away from me. So I was actually in the ring with my dad and my little brother. So I was actually able to stay pretty active and ready for uh, returning to competition. So what was your reaction to that? Because when, when they tell you, hey, you're going to be back in the ring, you, you kind of you got to assume that it will be effectively a brand split, which, you know, WWE and a lot of other companies, they make a big deal out of that. New Japan's just like, hey, we've got a bunch of good wrestlers. They happen to be here. We're going to rock it and we're going to ma- maximize the stakes for it as well. I kind of had mixed emotions about it. Like one, I was just happy to be like back in a ring, but also I was like apprehensive about nobody being there. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that was kind of unavoidable, but it's just, I don't know. I was, I didn't know how I'd feel about that. And uh, we had to travel to LA and I live in Atlanta. So I was like, Oh, I don't know about traveling, but like everything was really safe. Like new Japan made sure we, everybody was tested. Like they were on the ball with everything. Delta was on the ball with everything. Like, it, it was great. And then uh, when we actually, like, had the shows and stuff, everything was great. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. So, like, I want to do as many of these as possible before uh, we get back to normal life. So, I mean, I hate to be the person that always that, that asks a question. You've probably been asked a hundred times, but what's it like wrestling in front of no fans? I mean, I know that Japan has some quiet crowds, but it is it, nothing replicates complete silence. Right. Even the Japanese crowds will make noise during a match. Yeah. You know, this might be in different spots during the match. Um, it's, it's very uh, similar to if anyone kind of does any combat sport or anything, or even, I guess, any sport, really. Uh, and it just feels like practice. For me, I wrestled in high school, so it felt very similar to, like, wrestle-offs for the varsity spots, uh, where it's just like, all right, this is one-on-one, no one's here, it's just between you two to figure out who's better. So I was talking, I think it was to Tonga Loa, and he said that he could hear commentary while he's wrestling. Is that something that, that you hear, and does it affect you, good, bad, or indifferent? Uh, yeah, that was a new one for me. I'd never actually been able to hear commentary during a match. So it, I don't notice it too much, but like, uh, there's spots where you'll catch like a couple words or something, and uh, it's kind of a little bit comedic to me. You know, you got live commentary and only you can hear it. (laughs) So, I mean, I didn't mind it, but it did kind of catch me off guard a couple times. And you mentioned combat sports. We have seen like at the UFC Apex, for example, there have been people that are in the middle of a fight. And afterwards, when they win, they're like, yeah, I heard what Daniel Cormier said. And I adjusted my game plan accordingly. So, I mean, this era is causing like all sorts of different, different new things that would not have otherwise come up because... Ideally, if you're in wrestling or if you're in MMA, you're, you want to maximize that live gate. You're not just going to throw empty arena shows just to do it. Right. How do you think this will this will affect things moving forward? Do you think like as soon as they can get fans back in there, they're going to try to do that? Do you think they'll they'll probably play it safe and wait a while? I think probably going to try and get fans back in as soon as possible. Um, that seems logical. Like if you're allowed to do it, why wouldn't you try it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully that's soon. We'll see. You mentioned the team with uh, Juice Robinson, which has met incredible success. Now, I know you, you've done a lot of different things in New Japan. You fit in anywhere that, that, that you can, and you end up working working and doing it really well. How, how did your mentality change switching in and out of tag team singles, all that? And, 
Uh, which were you preferring as of the time of the pandemic? Um, my, my preference was definitely tag matches. I like just straight up two on two tags. Um, that's where I think I'm best at for sure. Um, and they're just, I don't know. There's something different about them. They're a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know. The teamwork aspect of it really uh, intrigues me. But yeah, I mean, New Japan will give me opportunities and I'll just take whatever I can get. But uh, Juice and I just kind of, I don't know, had success randomly. Um, I think it comes from us being in the dojo together. I've been traveling the world with him for like the past five years, mm-hmm. maybe a little more than that. So it kind of happened naturally and organically and we found success. How has that partnership been? I mean, he's a guy who has already been under the WDB umbrella and not only had been under that umbrella, but had been featured on TV. And then he's like, you know what? I want to go to Japan. I want to learn more. I want to hit the dojo. Uh, and we see this personality. Kevin Owens said he was the best promo in wrestling, for the love of God. Like, and that, that's, pretty, that's a pretty high bit of praise coming from a guy like Kevin Owens. Uh, what have you learned from this partnership, and, and how has that been? Um, I think we've learned a lot from each other. Um, I can't really pinpoint what that would be, but we've just kind of like grown up in the New Japan system together. Uh, I, th- I think we've more learned from our environment than uh, each other, to be honest. So I, I, I can't really credit him <laughs> too much yeah. for learning. Like, I mean, when you're sharing a locker room with guys like Tanahashi and Ibushi and, uh, you know, like Kojima, guys like that, Liger, it's so hard to not get better. Yeah, and uh, New Japan's really good at that. Like, a lot of people saw Finn or, or saw Juice Robinson as a bit of a reclamation project, but really he was just getting an opportunity that he didn't necessarily get elsewhere. When you were kind of making the decision, Japan, wh- where do I go? What options did you have, or was that the one? Was that the one you were like, man, I want to go there. That's where I want to learn. I mean, obviously, I had options. Uh, I mean, nothing concrete, but all my dad would have had to do was make a phone call. Sure. Since I was about 15, the plan had been like, all right, you know, go travel a bit, go to England, work for Brian Dixon, go to New Japan. The original plan was go there for a couple months and then go to whatever WWE had at the time. But then uh, as time went on, I got closer going. Like, I just kind of was like, "Ah, let me stay in New Japan and, you know, see how that goes. And I'm still here five and a half years later, pretty much. Did you see a lot of people surprised that you weren't just like, oh, yeah, hey, Dad, make a call? Mm, I think my friends were. Um, outside of that, I think when I first started, not a whole lot of people knew who I was, naturally. Uh, I do think it would have been – I think it is the atypical route, but yeah. I kind of didn't want an easy way in. I wanted to kind of earn my spot and see if I was good and see if I like actually deserved to be in a ring, you know? And, I mean, we, we've seen tons of second-generation people come in and out of New Japan, and obviously New Japan hangs on to the ones that they think are good for their environment and good for their culture and all that, and they have been quick to ditch some of the ones that didn't so much. Uh, how much of that was being brought up in wrestling or around wrestling? Because, I mean, your, your dad wrestled i mean he took a break there for a while which i'm I'm very really interested to hear about but you came up around wrestling i would assume yeah i i mean i have baby pictures where i'm a couple months old hanging onto the bottom rope trying to stand up so like that's <laughs> how long i've been exposed to wrestling um and any like wrestlers child i've talked to or like you know we've all had different stories of like how we were exposed to wrestling, how we grew up and stuff. But for me, it was always encouraged. 
uh, my parents wanted me to do whatever made me happy. But yeah. I think my dad's extra happy that I wanted to follow in his footsteps because he loves wrestling so much. You know, he got to do it with his dad. My grandfather got to do it with his dad. So, like, I'm the fourth generation to do it. You know, it's family tradition at this point. So, like, again, they would have been happy with anything. But I think my dad takes a little extra pride that, you know, I'm following in the family business. I know you were like eight or nine when WCW shut down. And then it's just like randomly a few years later, it's like, ah, Finley's wrestling again. And everybody was like, whoa, awesome. And not only that, he was he was placed higher on the card than he probably was in WCW years, years before. Do you remember like, like seeing that, like what he said to you when he's not say goodbye to your credit card rewards, greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards. As we know it, if you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get three pound rolls of juicy 80 lean ground beef for 349 a pound with a digital coupon then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, body armor super drink or arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Going back to wrestling in the ring, but full time. Yeah, so that's the break was because he injured uh, his, I think his left leg. I can't. One mm. of his legs uh, severed most of it. Like almost had oh. to lose his leg. You know, like so that kind of put him out of action. The doctor said you're probably not going to be able to walk again, much less wrestle. And uh, my dad's the kind of guy that if you tell him no, he's like, yes. So uh, <laughs> a few years went by and he had that itch. He was like, I got to get back. So he started training, started training, finally talked to uh, WWE because he was a producer at the time. Yeah. And uh, again, this is a secondhand story, but they gave the go ahead for it. He debuted at like, I think, 46 years old. He finally made it to WWE, which is crazy. Yeah. For me. Um. I remember I was actually at my friend's birthday party across the street. It was like a sleepover, but my mom was like, all right, but you have to come home during this, like this period of time so we can watch your dad. Yeah. And then you can go back over. So I remember like watching it on TV. And when I went to school the next week, I was like, was that really your dad? Was that really your dad? So I don't know, but it was cool to see him like get to wrestle again. And I mean, there, there were some older people that, that had had continuous sustained runs in wrestling at that point, but and and you see it a lot more today. Somebody coming back in their mid to late forties and having a run, but that it didn't seem like it happened a lot then, especially at that stage. You as his child, did you have any concerns knowing what he went through? Did you have any worries or anything like that? Honestly, no, because I was twelve at the time, and my dad is like Superman to me, sure. so like I didn't think anything could hurt him. But in hindsight, I'm even more and more impressed by him because you see, like when guys get like one last run or whatever, you know, they've still got it, but you know, they're past their prime. And this might be biased of me, but I feel like my dad just like got better as time went on. Like, I I think like when he retired, that was his peak. Like he never like diminished in his skill level whatsoever. And and not only that, but his, his style only continued to age better as time went on. And people started to yearn for that and miss that type of thing. 
Do you think that he's ever like, ah, I could still get in there and beat the crap out of somebody? Now he thinks that he can't, but like I, I train with my little brother and him, you know, weekly. Yeah. And he's he's still got it. He's still better than he was like when he retired eight years ago or whenever. But yeah, I, in my opinion, yes, he can still go in there and be better than most people wrestling today. I mean, I could think of far worse things than like you and your dad against Haku and Tamatanga right. or something yeah. like that. That that's something that if they threw a New Japan Strong. I'm tuning in and watching that. That'd be that'd be incredible. Uh, speaking of New Japan Strong, you got Kenta. Whoo! Yeah, that's uh. So when I before I even started wrestling, uh, I was watching Kenta. Like he's one of the guys that I came across or someone recommended to me, and I was just like, wow, this guy is cool. So for me to be like in the finals of a really big tournament with Kenta is like kind of surreal to me, but also. I kind of take pride in that because it's like, oh, wow, I made it to this level. How how do you feel about the stakes of this tournament, knowing that the winner faces John Moxley? That's Obviously, he's the top guy in AEW right now. He's got a very unique ability to be able to wrestle, but don't necessarily know the specifics of, of like the how and when and how that can happen. How did you feel when you were, you were given that information that the, the winner would get that U.S. title shot? Well, I immediately thought this is a huge opportunity for me. Um, even now, more so that Kenta's in the finals. Like, one, beating Kenta, being the first ever New Japan Cup USA winner is huge. Going yeah. on to face John Moxley alone would be a great opportunity for me. He's a huge name. You know, it'd bring more eyes on me, definitely. But then beating him would be even better because then I get to be United States champion and I beat yes. John Moxley. So it's nothing but opportunity for me. I love that New Japan finds a way to maximize the stuff that they're doing, too. They they could very easily just throw on a show, but they're like, oh, no, this is going to be a show, and it's going to have stakes to it. How important do you think that is? Because, quite frankly, with the amount of wrestling that we see on TV every week, not all of it, I don't want to say not all of it matters, because to me, anytime somebody's throwing themselves at the ground, that matters, but the stakes within the context of the show don't always matter. Right. It's nice to have something on the line, you know, as much as you can. Yeah, I think I think that I think that's really important. Uh, how how do you think that will come together with Moxley actually defending that title? Do you think he'll do it on U.S. soil, or do you think they'll wait until maybe the contracts clear up? Because we have seen AEW kind of be lenient here and there with some of their talent in a in New Japan. Yeah, honestly, I have no idea. That's for New Japan and AEW to figure out. But in my opinion, it's the United States Championship should be defended on U.S. soil. That's the whole point of the title, in my opinion. Um, I would love to see that championship defended in the States. Yeah, I, I would too. Uh, we had uh, a couple of reader questions, one of which I think is integral. Somebody says, why is his reading registry still up two years later? And why would somebody need a strawberry slicer? Well, one, my wife made the registry. I put on like a Nintendo Switch and some silly pool float. And two, why is my wedding registry being looked up two years later? <laughs> it's the price of fame. It's the price of fame. Yeah, you make enough. it into the no finals idea. and people are digging yeah. up that info. Did you fair get the enough. strawberry slicer? I figured out you can slice strawberries with knives. You can. I mean, they're asking why would you need a strawberry slicer? I had a strawberry strawberry uh salad for the first time last last year and it was incredible with some salmon in it that's why Ooh, you need a strawberry so good. slicer so they're, good. 
They're incredible. Did you get the slow cooker? I did. I did. It's great. I love making taco meat in it. Really? I've never tried that. Yeah, you just put it on like the low one and just like let it sit, put the taco seasoning in it, and boom, there's dinner. I'm going to have to try that. I I do deer roast in mine a lot, and it's, oh, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. so good. Uh, Someone asked, what's the biggest thing that you miss about wrestling in Japan, and what do you hope to achieve with the other New Japan uh, guys uh, in the U.S. on their, their weekly show? What do I miss the most about Japan? Obviously wrestling in front of people and just kind of like being life being back to normal, I guess yeah. is what I miss. Um, I also miss all you can eat Korean barbecue. Oh. That's pretty good. Uh, as for what I hope we can achieve with new Japan strong. I, you know, it's a Friday night wrestling show. You get to see wrestling and I hope it just reaches a lot of people and everybody likes it. Do you think that this is a temporary solution or part of a greater plan? Because we did see new Japan announce the U S aspect of it and it's very clear they had those wheels in motion when cody the bucks omega were still around and uh they they had those guys but they have not slowed down for better or for worse or whatever the the problems and may be in the world right now they had these plans in order long ago right i think i don't see why it can't be part of a bigger plan um i don't see any reason for this to be temporary um i like it i think it's a great idea uh, it doesn't take too much time to do, you know, so I, I think it would be a great way to expand further in the States. And I mean, it can't hurt to have a little bit easier of a travel day either. Right, exactly. Uh, another reader question, what was it like to wrestle Jay White for the U.S. title in the main event of Cork and Hall after coming up together as Young Lions? Um, For me, that was my first, like, s- singles title match mm-hmm. and my first main event, and it was at Corican, so... To me, it was kind of cool because uh, Corkin, I mean, wrestling in Japan, you don't have like a hometown, you know, uh, but Corkin is somewhere where it feels like home. That's like where I love wrestling the most. And that's where I had my debut in New Japan. A lot of big moments have happened for me there. Um, so t- for us, for the people to see us come up as young lions and then like us turn to rivals and have this match where like we headlined the show. To me, it was cool. So, New Japan, strong. It's awesome concept. I love that they're making use of the wrestlers that are here. We get to see them. We've also seen some names that aren't really a part of New Japan on that show. Are there any that you look at and you're like, oh, I want, I, I would love to see them pop up on this show that maybe haven't been featured or, or, or you want to be featured? Uh, that have or haven't been on the show? That haven't. Um, I don't really know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I know there's uh, a couple people that have been on the show, but it hasn't aired yet that I'm mm-hmm. a big, big fan of now. Uh, and I really think I would really like to see them showcase more, but I can't say who that is, but uh, <laughs> you'll have to watch to find out. Yeah. I feel like some people are going to end up working themselves into contracts here or, or at least agreements considering how new Japan oh, does things. Hopefully, hopefully I really think some people deserve it. Are you with New Japan long-term? Do they have you you locked down to a contract? Yeah, I'm signed to a contract. And, I mean, for a while it seemed like there were a ton of people just working on agreements, but these days it seems like they're like, no, let's get you under contract. Let's let's make sure that you know that you're here and, and nowhere else because they, did, they got burned a couple times with that. Yeah, we were on a technically a handshake deal for years, and then um... – yeah, finally they were like, all right. I th- oh, it was when uh, 
when AEW started, actually, yeah. they were like, hey, uh, we kind of want to lock you down. I'm like, yes, please. That would be great. Um, and I kind of lucked out because then I got hurt shortly after that. So, I mean, you were still getting paid through all that, which had to be nice. That was, yeah, that, that was very fortunate in that. Yeah, because there were, I mean, I think it was Tonga Loa said that for two or three years, he was working on a handshake and it, a New Japan handshake, he said, was like as good as a contract, but it's still nice to have that paper, too. Uh, because if you get hurt, you get sick, anything like that, uh, you're still good to go. Well, let the people know where they can follow you on social media. Of course, we want them to check out New Japan Strong on Fridays as well. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, at the David Finlay. My Instagram is at Super Super Dave. Watch New Japan Strong on NJPWWorld.com on Friday nights. Guys, thank you all so much, and thank you so much, David. Until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.